You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh all week long. Those balls have gotten you into trouble, though. Oh, you, yeah. They picked us because we're horny. Yeah. Right. And that's your chronic state. 24-7. <laughs> My life has changed so much that it's almost like a completely different life. From the latest news on The Real Housewives. I'm so happy to be here and engage with you. Deep dives into celebrity legal scandals and unfiltered convos with your favorite stars. I've got you covered. And yes, I always keep receipts. Welcome on in. Welcome on in, everybody. Welcome back to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me. I hope you have already given me a follow on all of the social medias. And if you haven't done yet, I hope you at least slide into my DMs this weekend because it's been a little lonely. There have been some of the dust bowl passing through my hallway. So if any if anybody wants to, to hit me up, I'm very much available. Um... Today's guest is not available, but he is very savvy when it comes to all things pop culture, primarily things that are trending online. He seems to be very good at knowing the pulse or keeping a pulse on everything that's going on. He's a host and reporter for What's Trending. Please welcome Andy Lawani. Hey, baby, I'll keep you company. I heard you got some little dust mites in your home that I can like sweep up with my company. <sighs> cobwebs, all of it. Like literally like downstairs is just full of cobwebs. I love how you say downstairs when that can be taken in literally any which way. Someone's <laughs> like your home, your body. Yeah, the pubes are just like full of spider webs right now. So, you know, it's That's a real, fine. It's we'll a real it jungle. We'll clean it up. What's new with you? What's happening? What's happening? I'm living my best life. I just announced my Spotify deal this week, which is super exciting. I feel like, like you have what's trending behind your belt. So you got like a real company behind you. I've been independent for so long that it's nice to just like have some company to put some respect on my check, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's nice to get validated. And sometimes like, honestly, I love what I do, but I'm like, wouldn't it be fun to be a free agent, like, and figure things out and just have like a eat, pray, love moment kind of deal. But I don't know, like, congrats on that. Number one, number Thank two. You. Yeah, that's not easy. Like, it is really hard being independent and people want to start their own thing. And they're like, it's easy. No, you put in the work. Thank you. Um, I feel like it's funny, though, because it's always like grass is the grass is always greener. When you're independent, you kind of want the backing of a company. And then when you have a company, you kind of want the freedom of being independent. I get to kind of have a nice like middle balance. But how long have you now been with What's Trending? It's been about three years. I used to be independent and I kind of took a break from media in general. Like I was just having one of those, like I used to be in an agency side, work with managers, work with talent. And I was like getting these comments all the time. People were like, you were the talent, honey. You're the most interesting one here. And so after a while of getting that and like things just better, like things were a tipping scale. I started just, I left my job, started to become a stylist, just make some money on the side to figure out what's next. And I got back into media doing the thing I love, like being on the talent side somehow but I've been at What's Trending for about three years. I got in here, messed some things up, broke some things, fixed it. And yeah, the company's been doing really well. Like it's been around for quite a few years, but I definitely did like a big like cleanup house. As you should do when you come to fuck shit up, you need to make sure that you're really redoing everything in the right way. Absolutely. I mean, like, I don't know how this company would survive without me. I have to chew my own horn, but... 
So what was the goal coming, like when you decided you wanted to pursue a career in entertainment, obviously you've done so many things with working, you know, in the manager side of things and also doing some styling and now being an on-camera host. What was the goal? Like I thought I was going to grow up and be Angelina Jolie and I was just going to be a famous actor, you know? Yeah. I mean, for me, when I was a kid, I really wanted to be on today's show. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be Al Roker. I wanted his job. Mm -hmm. That didn't age well. Um, but I studied like journalism and like film and like I went to New York city, went with my mom and I got there and I was like, mom, I don't want to live here. Like, this is, this is not it. Yeah. And I don't know. I made it out here through work and I studied, you know, journalism and film in DC and everyone just came through DC. So it was like very much like, I know what path I just want to know where. Um, but I just love like entertainment and like, I love just like keeping up with a lot of stuff online. So it just perfectly worked out and I really blame it on my sexuality like when I was 16 not sure if you did this kind of thing like you google search like what is the gay is it contagious and I was like cool found YouTube so I blamed me being gay for my career and I think it's worked out pretty good so listen I will say this we gays do better in this these roles where too many of us it doesn't work we're charismatic exactly too many of us it doesn't work too many of us it becomes an orgy but when it's just like when there's one of us in a camera we can shine and we can do like we're funny we're charismatic and with me i was not you know i was not the swan that i am today andy believe it or not my hair was not naturally blonde um hollywood's best kept secret um, and I, you know, I was a really chubby kid. I just didn't get a lot. I didn't fit in. I didn't get along. I got along with the girls more than I got along with the guys. And then I had to go to an all boys high school. And I just like felt so alone and lost that I kind of had to build a personality. Um, and it helps me flourish in, yeah. in IRL. Yeah. I feel that. I mean, like my mom is the whitest person I know. She's a redhead. <laughs> my dad is Indian and like they divorced when I was a very wee little gay man. Um, and I just had to fend for myself because most of the town was like very white and everyone's like, people, people would be in Pennsylvania call me like, like, oh, look at the black boy. I'm like, first of all, that's wrong. Second of all, that is wrong because I'm not black. Number three, like if I come out as gay, I already have a target on my back. So I really wanted to like change everybody's perception of like me in general. Um, just like create more of a, okay, this is what you think gay people are. You've actually been encountering one your entire life. You didn't even know it. It's true. I mean, and how do you feel that like now we're starting to see a lot more like reality shows kind of exposing us to different cultures now? Or do you I mean, feel like it's not quite there yet? I feel like we still have some like ways to go. To go. I feel like we still get like the beating a dead horse joke of like gay culture over and over again sometimes. And I'm like, we're more than just like, poppers going out yeah, okay right. that's what we need we need a reality show that represents gay men in like a positive light that shows that we're not like i don't fucking fuck with poppers i don't go to west hollywood no. and party all the time i'm a hard-working bitch and also the only representation we do get of us is being the sidekick to some white bitch right and listen i have plenty of white bitch friends and i love them so much they're the sidekicks in my story andy yeah, I mean, we we really love those sidekicks who boost us up and, yes. you know, will, like, say whatever about housewives that catch us up and, like, all the other random things that they're doing and their teacher jobs. But, you know, we need them. But, like, there are sidekicks. We're not yes. their sidekicks all the time. You need to have an equal balance, balance. of the role. 
Yes, I think that's what we need is more representation of gay men that isn't overly sexualized, that isn't heavily focused on drugs and isn't just the side character to the lead. Speaking of reality, though, baby, what are you watching? What's what's been like your what's been your go to lately? What news do you need to tell me about? I'm really excited about the Salt Lake City premiere for Real Houses of Salt Lake City. Really? Have you watched? Are you ready to see Jen Shaw go to prison? I really want to see them just like doing a prison tour with her and being like, hey, it's Jen Shaw. Um, And all the other girls just like reacting and visiting her. I mean, I don't know if they're actually going to visit her, but I mean, like, we'll see. Who knows? That's how you know who your real friends are, right? When they come to visit you in prison. I feel like Heather Gay's. I feel like Heather Gay is the one that'll visit her in prison. Even though Jen Shaw has like called her Shrek and screamed at her and said so many awful things to her, Heather Gay is still the one that you know has Stockholm syndrome and will still go to see Jen Shaw in prison and will still support her and you know put some Oreo cookies in her basket. I mean, I feel like I was still kind of shocked, but still not shocked looking back at it when Jen Shaw's like whole thing happened, but. I mean, I feel like they're going to keep following her no matter what she does, even if she gets out of prison randomly. Well, they're predicting that she's not going to end up going in until probably like at the earliest February, possibly even closer into the summer. So there's an, at least enough time for her to film a fourth season of Salt Lake City. I'm just excited to watch her like proclaim her innocence all season long, only to know that in the end we get a guilty, like a, a confession to the judge saying, actually, JK, I was lying. I know I was selling t-shirts that said free Jen Shaw, but I just thought it was funny. I mean, can you think of any other reality stars who've gone to jail besides a Kardashian? But I'm just like, okay, when was the last time we got like a little inside scoop of a prison being on a reality show when you're already like so big? Yeah, I mean, I think the last one we had was, like, Teresa Judice on Jersey. But I think people, like, had compassion for her because they're, like, her husband's the reason she ended up getting locked up, not really her. She didn't really, she wasn't aware of what she was signing, whereas Jen Shaw was literally, she's been described by the feds as the mastermind behind this whole telemarketing scheme. So I'm excited for the premiere of Salt Lake City. I know you're a big Selling Sunset fan. Have you watched Selling OC? Because people are obsessed with it. I hated OC. I'm going to say it. I really didn't like it. Like, I watched the full thing through and I said... Because it didn't have Christine Quinn. Team Christine or Christine... Chriselle or Christine? Chriselle. I I don't know. Like, I'm, like, on the... Like, a teeter-totter, like, in the middle of it. I want to like both, but I'm having a hard time liking both at the same time. Like, I feel like the storyline is kind of done. I've heard about Chriselle enough. And... I don't know. I'm just like, can I have some more depth a little bit? Are you sad that we're not going to get Christine back next season? I don't know. I feel like Christine, she's, she's happily doing what she wants to do. I feel like selling her houses with Bitcoin. And I feel like she's taken a couple interviews. She's done like the thing with like, call her daddy. And she's been trying to proclaim her innocence. I really think everyone is okay with her exiting the show, but they want someone to fill that spot like Brie Taisi might fill that spot I don't know like she made headlines like this past week being like my baby daddy don't need to pay for my you know like child support my nanny anything else like I don't know where the series is gonna go I'm definitely gonna miss Christine but 
I'm not sure if it needs it. I feel like the storyline got like played out way too much. I don't know. I feel like it's Christine's show though. Like Christine and Chris shout, like it's like Batman and the Joker, right? You kind of need them to drive the story, but at the same time, you kind of need them together because you need to, uh, to have the protagonist and the antagonist and it's just always going to, but then at some point, like I'm the type of person that's like, I don't think a reality show needs to go on for 15, 16, 17 no. seasons. That's why I no. think Housewives is kind of, it's had its shelf life for a lot of these sh- these franchises because they've been on a little too long and there's nothing left to explore, you know? They're just kind of doing their thing. I mean, like, I'm interested to see, because we keep introducing these new people to Selling Sunset. Selling OC, we didn't even get any of the Selling Sunset cast in there. We obviously have, like, Jason and Brett who pop in every once in a while. I just actually went to an event the other day, and Jason used the bathroom in front of me and did not flush. So I was a little, like, interesting. Number one or number two? Number one. Okay, thank you for clarifying. I was still like, come on, baby. So I don't know. They're introducing a lot of people. And then the selling OC stuff just felt very VH1 MTV. Like, at least in my reality shows, I like it if you can complete a full sentence and then give rebuttal. Mm. With these girls, they were just screaming on top of each other. Like Alex Hall, like a lot of these people just didn't give each other the grace and space to even like talk. They just like really had something fester and boiled to the point where like, nope, fuck you. I'm out. I'm done. You can't get a word in. So it was just a lot as a viewer to be like, I can't keep up. You're not a fan of the OC. The nosy. Are you, are you <laughs> going to watch, um, what is it? Uh, buying Beverly Hills? Buying Beverly Hills? Is that what it's called? The There's another one coming out on Netflix with uh, Kyle Richards, her husband. He has the agency. And so him and his daughters and all of their agents are going to be doing their own reality show, which is essentially selling Sunset. It's just yeah, called just Buying Beverly Hills. Like the opposite, Sunset Beverly Hills. Opposite of buying, selling. like Same shit. Literally the exact same thing. Just do New York. Like... You yeah. got to do New York, Chicago. Um, maybe you can do like, I don't know, they had Potomac Housewives. Like, yeah. you can maybe BC and go like adjacent. But I don't know. Tampa didn't do well. It flopped, obviously. Yeah. But I feel like not much, really, not much great need, comes out of Tampa. We need to buy Beverly Hills. Who goes to Beverly Hills? The agency. <laughs> <laughs> I, had an, I had an Amex deal the other week. It said, you know, $50 off your bill at Cheesecake Factory, Beverly Hills. And I was like, who goes to the Cheesecake Factory in Beverly Hills? I didn't even know there was one. Who still goes to the Cheesecake Factory? That's the real question. My parents like to send me gift cards because they think from college because it was the only restaurant that sat 12 of us that I really love it. With options. Like, it's it's convenient. Oh, and bread. Yeah, yeah, they have bread. They have options. Like, you can literally get any. You can get pasta. You can get a burger. You can get a salmon salad. Like, you have options at the Cheesecake Factory. Now, going back to our selling sunset cast, though. Yes. Did you watch any any of the um? Did you watch any of the selling OC, particularly? I saw the first two episodes. And what were your thoughts? I actually I enjoyed it. It seemed very different from Selling Sunset. Um, listen, I'm loving the Netflix reality shows. I just feel like Netflix. I like the streaming services like Hulu. Um. 
even HBO Max, like just the reality shows feel a little more fresh, I think, because they don't have the same restraints that like regular television or even regular cable currently have. Oh, yeah. And then I also just think the production value of these reality shows are so much better. Did you think the production value of Selling Sunset and Selling OC was overdone? Like that was a big thing of when the seasons went on to Selling Sunset, you look back at the first episode, the girls aren't all done up. It's a little choppy at times, but like they really wanted you to see how hard they're going to production. But some people really thought like this is overly done and it seems fake. Did you buy it? Um, I like when it's overly done. I like the extravagant. <laughs> like I enjoy it. Like I like when the Hills did their reboot for New Beginnings. I was like, wow, MTV is putting some production budget really? into this because I just like when it's beautifully shot and like overdone. Especially when it's like in Beverly Hills. I mean, I guess it's a little different for us because we're in LA that we know that like Beverly Hills is not as grand or extravagant, or Sunset is not as grand or extravagant as they try to portray it on TV. But I love the aspirational aspect of it oh they really make like the la armpit look beautiful and i'm like wow that's la la land down from my street we're like make my armpits look just, cute. you're really making it look good but i'm like i'm in it and i've definitely been in my boyfriend's toyota prius or toyota corolla whatever it was and we were just driving around i'm like i'm looking for the 75 million dollar house like here i am looking poor it's but next I to the cheesecake factory it's next to the GTA factory. Yeah. I don't know. Like that was the one show I'd get really excited. Every time a new trailer, new season premiere would like come out. I'd be like, let me get my martini and I'm going to watch how they make my city look beautiful. Mm-hmm. Are you watching the Kardashians on Hulu? I, that is actually a good segue. I did watch every single Kardashians. I wasn't as much of an avid follower when they were doing the older series, but I think this newer one, some people really hate the pastels and like the pink transitions and how overly produced it is. But I I love it. I feel like it doesn't feel forced. There's like some fun, like overly done shots of LA. And I'm like, oh, Calabasas. But I'm I'm a fan of it more than the past. Oh yeah. I think it's it, it I get from like a production standpoint, like the way it's shot is very different, but I think like just the women are a lot more natural. Like the storylines feel a lot more natural. It doesn't feel like we're forcing them to tape scenes together. Whereas the old, old show kind of just felt a lot more contrived. Um, And I feel like that was more of the production oversight with E and then they had done it for so long that it was kind of just like a formula that they were doing. Whereas now they've kind of just like broken things up. Um, yeah. And they're they're shifting the model, like even their choice to lead with Chloe's surrogacy and the Tristan scandal being that that was like one of the last things that they filmed. But they chose to like fast forward and let that be the center focus for the premiere episode. That's different because normally in reality TV, we have to we always go in chronological order, even though these things happen like months ago. Yeah. And it's funny because Courtney and the first season, she said, we get to pick what makes it in and what makes it out. Like they do have a final say in this, which it's really shocking to hear somebody say on camera, like we pick specifically what is going in when most people are like, Hey, it's Hulu. You don't get a pick. Like, yeah, but the Kardashians are so big. They get the final say. So there were some things they wanted to cut. There were some things they're like, no, this isn't going to make it, but they did keep some memeable moments now like the cucumber slicing of like Kendall Jenner like obviously the old show has a lot of like cheesy kitschy moments that are like 
oh my god like how dare you like this is just a cucumber and they made it like it, um, i remember when that hit the internet people were like kendall can't cut a cucumber they, it, was, it was a moment. Kendall had her shining moment last season. I'm not the biggest Kendall fan. I just find her like extremely boring and uninteresting and just like, you know, she gives the least. But to your point about like Courtney talking about what makes it in the show, I also love like how they really broke the fourth wall and you see her in that same episode kind of like talking to her team and being like, yeah. I was really annoyed with how they decided to edit me and Travis in these last two episodes. And I thought that that was stupid. And and we get to like see that and their critiques of the show that we're actually watching as it's unfolding, which I just I found kind of different and refreshing Whereas I feel like a lot of shows, like a lot of housewife shows and stuff, it's taken them a lot longer to break the fourth wall and to like acknowledge the fact that these women are on a reality show when it's like they're on a reality show. It's built their fame. It's built their celebrity. And we kind of need to lean into that a lot more. Yeah. And I feel like they, I don't know how much footage they like cut because surprisingly, like they even have the engagement obviously of, of Travi daddy with our lovely woman. Um, And I was just surprised, like, you know, there was a moment where all the girls were sitting there and they're talking about, you know, like, what does this mean? Like, you know, who the kids should be here right now. And they're like, she literally just got engaged. Yeah. Like, like, what, what can you be happy for her? And I think Kim had said that and everyone was just like, yeah, I mean, but like, what about the important stuff? And like, the important stuff is right here. Yeah. And you get to see them like super grounded because they do make fun of the Kardashians all the time in media, but they are like, at times they show their true gener- genuinely like centered selves. So listen, people love to hate the Kardashians and I love them and I love them for the good, the bad and the Jenners. <laughs> it just it is what it is. Um what do you think about Kim and Kanye? Cuz I feel like cuz he just did GMA, GMA this week and he yeah has now said that he's sorry and he publicly apologized for, you know, blasting all of their stuff on social media. Her position has always been very much like, listen, he's the father of my kids. He's always going to be my family, which I think is a really hard position to take, but a more honorable position to take. Um, It was nice that he finally apologized, though. It was nice. And, like, I think there was a post that went up online where he, you know reflected it to a similar passing of the queen he's like i know what it's like to lose your queen i lost mine too and i'm like I know. are you subtweeting kim like are, who are you talking about i hope you're talking about kim but i don't hope they get back together um i mean i think kim is figuring out her independence still like as they've done in all the episodes but it was so interesting because like he just canceled his like potential gap i mean he might have not canceled it it's still like him just kind of muddling around like what am i going to do next i am i am kanye do you think that did you ever think that she and pete were going to last or did you always think pete was the rebound i i thought pete was at least a fun phase of her life yeah like i thought it was gonna last like maybe like a year or two but it was cut really short because he was just like hey babe like come to new york drop this stuff and she's like i'm a mom like i can't just like fly to the middle of wherever you are right now and I don't know. I kind of low-key hoped they had worked out because like it was a quirky, like such difference to them. And I really did enjoy like Pete's jokes at like the Emmys about like, you know, a bunch of different comedy and more. But did I think it was a longevity thing? I, I have no idea what it's like to become Kardashian and try to date. Like you have kids. Pete doesn't have any kids. 
they're on different levels of like their careers and their futures. I don't know who Kim is like suited for. She needs somebody that can meet her. Cause I, I mean, well, I think she either needs like a really successful businessman. That's not involved in the entertainment world. Yeah. Like somebody that's really powerful that, you know, is really established in their career that, you know, doesn't care to really be on television, but isn't going to really judge her, prevent her from living her life on television because that's just what her life is. Um, Whereas I feel like Pete was just in a different caliber of like talent celebrity that it was just never going to work out. He's more like late night nightlife with doing like stand up and doing SNL and like it's just a totally different subgenre of celebrity culture and Hollywood that I just didn't see them working out. I think they were fun. I think, you know, obviously he's got the big D, the the BD that <laughs> the she ta- that she talked about looking forward to um and she said she was DTF and I'm pretty sure she was enjoying it. And it was just, it was a, it was a refresher from Kanye. It was something that was a little different from what she was used to. And I was like, good for her. But now I feel like she needs somebody that can really match her at her level. Whereas I feel like Pete was just like enamored with the celebrity of it all and couldn't keep up. He could not keep up with the Kardashians, Andy. It's not keeping up with the Kardashians anymore. It's just the Kardashians. He just couldn't be with the Kardashians. I mean, he's not a Kardashian. What if she dated like an agent like Lady Gaga did? You know, like I feel like that's yeah. She needs somebody like that that is not in front of the camera that can be behind the scenes, but that can be supportive of her. That's not going to be intimidated. Cause Kim's also, or sorry, Pete's also an on-camera talent that like, there is a level of intimidation when, you know, somebody out, like we're all vain. We're all, you know, hyper aware of other people's camera time or whatever it is. It's just yes. natural. And it's embedded in this culture as much as we want to be like, I'm good. And I meditate and I listen to the Jay Shetty podcast. Like it's not that, you know, we, we all have our, our human moments and, the unfortunately the industry that we're all in breeds us to be competitive as much as you know i try to break those cycles within myself there are those natural you know comparisons that we make to each other and i think with kim and pete you know it is challenging when you're both kind of the talent in front of the camera and one star is a little brighter and if you're not fully secure within yourself i would imagine there are insecurities that could come come up with you know being in that relationship i'm gonna place bets i'm gonna say a doctor what are you gonna say no, I think like a lawyer or really a like lawyer? an agent. I mean, she's also a lawyer. I think a lawyer. I think like, what's the guy, Van, Van, Vanguard? I don't know what his name is. Like I don't Van Dyke? Know. I don't know. <laughs> the, the lawyer, I know there is a lawyer that she's worked with. I can't remember his name off the top of my head. But I think like somebody like that, you know, where he like takes the law seriously and she takes skincare seriously. That like, it's just totally, you know. The comparison you made, she takes law seriously, or she takes skincare seriously, and she he takes law seriously. She what, takes she shape solution wear seriously. I love how you're like, you know, she might have taken the baby bar three times, but she really wasn't serious the first two. Maybe she's a little more serious, but she's not serious enough. So she's going to date a lawyer. Listen, and he can help her get ahead. Yeah. Get another Alice yeah. Johnson out of prison. No, I'm here for it. Um, did you see Khloe Kardashian's rumored new boyfriend? You mean like the people in my office just fawn over this man. So they're like, how dare she be with my boyfriend? I'm like, I don't see no ring. I don't see no nothing. Like, right. 
Cut down. McKaylee Maroney, who is in these 365 days, 365 days films on Netflix, which I saw for the first time this week. And I was like, what is this? What is happening? Like, I'm kind of turned on, but I'm also like very scared. Yeah. Like, am I going to be okay? Not sure. But it was kind of hot, disturbing, like could be psycho serial killer. But I remember watching it alone and I was like, why am I watching this alone? But like, I couldn't stop looking at him. Obviously, she's doing her thing, but like very gay here. I'm here for it. I don't know. How did they meet? I think they had met. So actually, his rep came out, just came out and said that they had just met for the first time at Kim's fashion show where they were photographed together. And they're like, well, why would you like cuddling with her at the fashion show? And he was like. I was asked to take a picture with her and I was asked, yeah, sorry, you're like, like going to say no to that. Right. Like either of them are going to say no to that. Um, I'm hoping something develops from this, but as of right now, they are not dating. There is nothing going on between the two of them, but I'm just like, listen, Chloe has been through so much. She's been wronged by so many men at this point that I'm just like, Chloe, let him break your back for a night. Did you see Lamar's like, social post he was like i feel he basically was like alluding to it he's like i feel sorry for the situation and i'm like you even got lamar here saying sorry his for what situation like sorry for what like lamar like has a lot of things to be sorry for like at this point he just needs to lick his wounds and accept that he burned that bridge he ruined the kardashian mm-hmm. you know relationship and it's just he's he's got to live with his life I know. I kind of liked him on like Big Brother, like the social little clips I saw of yeah. like him fighting with Todd Recall. Um, yeah, like I also just love the SNL parodies of like the Kardashians, where it's like, oh, what was it from the year? It's been a minute, but like the right four sisters, and I'm like, yeah, like here's Kristen Wiig giving us everything. <laughs> <laughs> this the SNL parodies were great. That's how you know when you've made it is when SNL parodies you. When- when they had also the Kardashians, obviously in the courtroom, like I, I'm interested to see too, bringing it back to another person who is very close, you know, Machine Gun Kelly, mm-hmm. like, what are we going to see with him? He obviously like was portrayed in like the SNL sketches, but like, are we going to see some more of their like friends in like season two? Like I, I could be interested. He was in Jackass. I would hope so. I want to see like a um, Machine Gun Kelly, Megan Fox, like cameo. I want to like see the them. Like ring, like they're going to show off the ring. Yeah, I want to see them shooting the, when Courtney and, and Megan did the Skims collab for Kim. Like I would like to see a little BTS moment with them together. I'm fascinated by Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly. And I, from what we I'm see, fascinated. their relationship is like a roller coaster. And it also just seems like wildly toxic that you know that going to go down in flames but i'm kind of just like here for the ride i'm honestly like amazed that she had a career jennifer's body went away you know the whole transformers thing happened and then she's like bitches i'm still here i'm with my man and she had brian austin green and like brian austin green was a catch i don't know if he's your type but he's he could still get it I mean, what is, what is, is your type? type? What is your type? What's James Franco's brother? Oh, Dave Franco. Dave Franco. That's Dave your type? Franco. I mean, I could do it. He's like, cute. He doesn't look like your boyfriend at all, though. 
that that's no problem. I love so, a bearded man too. So is that um, is that is your boyfriend your type or is he like somebody you just happened to like you were walking in the street and your heel got caught and then he just happened to come and like save you? All into my gracious lap. Um no, we met on three dating apps and then we just like started three dating out. apps. Three Tinder, hit Bumble, then Hinge. Oh, Hinge is the worst. I don't like it. No, Hinge is where I was like is this happening for real now? <laughs> and then he just sent like, hey man. And I was like, hey man, hey fucking man, that's all I'm gonna get from you. Like, okay. And I and I took the bait. But no, I just love a man with a big chest. And how <laughs> and how long has it been now? It's been about two and a half years, something wow. like that. Yeah, we live together. It's fun. But no, I've had ranges of like celeb. Like I am also a big Enrique Iglesias like fan, stan, crush, whatever you want to call it. I had posters him in my high school room. But I don't know. It's all over the place. Mostly bearded men. Yeah. Okay. Mostly. But Dave Franco is like a non-bearded man. Then I'm like, let's go. Are you into Zac Efron now that he's had his jaw surgery? You really think he's had the? Mm. No, he admitted it. He yeah, that's true. In an interview, I was like, I was thinking said, about before I said it. Yeah, because like he said that he he slipped and like cracked his and broke his jaw, shattered his jaw, and then had to have it reconstructed, and he almost died. I was like, how do you almost die like breaking your jaw? But I mean, I guess it's possible. I don't know. His lips are kind of big. Yeah, I I feel like there's a little filler going on there. I don't know. I feel like they probably did the surgery, and he was like. I don't like it. Can you just plump it up a little bit? Right. I feel, I don't know. but it also just doesn't look like a real jaw. It looks like a plastic surgery jaw. So it looks like, um, what's his name? Big watch. I'm having a night. Hasselhoff? What's his name? David, David Hasselhoff, like chin. I'm like, ew. I mean, not ill, but like, it just looks, you look like he aged a lot because of it. Yeah, it's not a great look on him. But I also feel like he just doesn't care what he looks like. But I'm just like, but you look so good. that Like, we didn't have to let it go. I know. I mean, I feel like that's a lot of people who just, like, they have money and they're like, sure, I'll go. I'll do whatever. Are you going to watch his travel show? He's traveling and, like, Again. teaching us things. He's doing another one. But I think this time it's in Australia. I don't know. There's a, a next version of it that's supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. He did like an ET interview, and that's how we all like got to see his jaw and everything. Yeah. Um, no, I won't watch it. I don't know. I'm just like, why do we need to put a like a white boy like that to like do travel stuff? Like, give me someone who actually knows about travel. Like no, I'm everyone's only gonna watch him for his shirtlessness. Right. And I'm like, well, I want to learn. I actually do want to learn from somebody who like travels, but it's also funny. Like Zach Efron doesn't say he's mm, not this funny. Is a fun he has trip. no personality. Yeah, there's nothing no. interesting. Like at least be charismatic. Yeah, I'm also like, tell me a joke while we're on the plane waiting to get to Thailand. Are you following all of this Harry Styles drama? Which part? All of it. Break it down for me. Uh, I mean, the latest was like the production. The- director of photography like they all came out 40 people and said no a screaming match did not happen with miss flow and olivia wilde but i feel like i feel like everyone's just trying to save the show because the rotten tomato score was what like 36 percent. it's not doing it's, well no i feel like everyone's trying to save it and harry styles is out here 15 consecutive nights at madison square garden with a little perm billboard inside and then here's olivia wilde do you, do you believe that they're really a thing? I know every single girl on the internet wants him to get away from her. Like they, 
they don't want it. I don't think it's going to last. I feel like something's going to happen behind the scenes and they're going to have their own screen match. Um, do you believe that they're really into each other or do you feel like this is a publicity attempt to try and save it? Who do you think that's going to be benefiting from this though? Her. She needs like a, you know, doesn't she kind of need Harry and all his like One Direction fans to kind of like come over to her side? I feel like she was doing better before this movie even happened. Like Booksmart let her off on a good route. Everyone like liked her name and they're like, wow, she's going to do something good. But to have your only good as your last project this year, it's just the reviews have been coming out. Everyone's like, it's okay. It's not like groundbreaking. Wow. Like it just did the job and everyone read the script. What do you think of her beef with Shia LaBeouf? The text messages, the the video that's like in the car. She's like, Miss Flo needs to figure it out. Um, you know, I really just think we can work this out. I'm like, you you were messy. Like, don't don't try to shy away that you weren't because all those things coming out, all those texts saying that she fired him. And he's like, no, like scheduling issues happened. Like, I remember writing that story and I was like, I I don't know who got a hold of your phone, but sucks to suck. Right? She's not doing she's not having her best moment right now. Do you think it's gonna go on any longer? And there's gonna be like another twist? Probably. Because I just feel like it's like the Adam Levine thing, right? Like once one person comes out, then another person comes out. And then and here's the thing. My take on the Adam Levine thing is that it's we're exaggerating it way more than it actually is. He's you wanna hear my theory? Yes, give me your theory. I feel like him and his wife have like an arrangement where they can yeah. do anything with whatever, just don't talk about it. Yeah. Because there's also an interview where he's like, yeah, I've cheated in the past. And like, they probably sat down and said, look. I yeah, know, but that cheated. interview was from 2009. Like, but we I dragged think they came like together. 13. They came together and said, look, I know you cheated. Like, what's the reason? He's probably like, you know, I just love to do it down and dirty. Like the Smiths in the backyard. But I wouldn't be surprised if they do have some sort of arrangement. My only issue with the whole thing is that there's no proof that he ever met up or hooked up with any of these women. There's no like, here's my phone number. There's no like, I'll see you Mm -hmm. at, you know, the Beverly Hills Hotel at 930 BRB. Talk to text this person. Like there's no coordination of any sort of, there's none of that. And that's why he came up with a statement. He's like, I did something wrong, but I didn't touch anybody. Yeah. So... This one video is in there where he does send a, you know, a little message, a little five second. He's like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm stupid. And that it actually shows it's him. That's the only piece of evidence that's like, okay, if you really want to take this to court, someone's like defamation here. There's not even a dick pic. There's not even a boob pic. Like there's literally nothing. And listen, well, I'm going to say something that's probably not popular, but I would not mind if Adam Levine slipped it into my DMs. Like I would be like, oh, hi, Adam Levine. Send me a dick pic. Like I would, I, I would, off, I would open up that. I mean, actually I take that back because I realize he does have a wife and children. If he were yeah. single and if the circumstances were to allow it, I wouldn't yeah. turn down Adam Levine because I do find him attractive. Um, With the hand photo. Yes. That version of Adam Levine. I think I've heard rumors that he's tired and he's been bored, but he also left the voice. I think what I heard is after he left the voice, he just down. Yeah. I don't know. And he just figured, let me DM this Sumner chick that I met on a plane. And she was like, look, we all know Maroon 5's elevator music. And I'm like, T, not T. No, actually truth. Like we don't, we don't disagree. You don't love, she will be loved. 
or your body don't. is so effing unreal. I love all the memes that have come out of it. Yeah. Like people just putting their photo and I'm like, I after love, four hours of it though, I got tired. I just saw a TikTok with some guy that remixed, um, what was the, his song? The payphone one? Yes. Where or no, it wasn't payphone. It was um one of the more recent ones where he's reading the DMs to the beat. I can't remember the yeah, name yeah, of the yeah. song, but it's the Cardi B song and he's reading um he's like singing the DMs as Did if, Cardi B say anything about this? No. I'm surprised because Cardi's usually very vocal. Yeah, she usually is. And like I feel like all the rap girls have been just like fighting. So she probably was like, let me set this one out. Unless it's like Someone on the opposite field. I'm not going to get into it. I really want, now that Nicki Minaj is kind of coming back out, I really want a Nicki and Cardi collab. Like, I want them to to settle their beef and give us, like, just one solid bop. Like, could you imagine if they did WAP with Nicki Minaj? Did you see the revision, whatever you want to call it, of all these random features that is on this, like, freak song? Like, there's three or four rappers. Freak, freak, freak. But, like, I was like, you should have kept it. You put these girls, and now Nikki has no. I'm just gonna let you have your moment. No, I'm listening. There there was, there was like, Nikki had no words in there anymore, barely the chorus, and there's just all these girls just like screaming. I was like, this sounds like demo rap music. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Um, and it was also just like the the words like were also just like not tactfully vulgar. Where I'm just like, you know, at least. Some of Nikki's other songs, like she was able to be like dirty, but also like have like a beat to it. You know, we had a little haiku. Whereas in this case, I feel like we were just like aggressively vulgar unnecessarily. It was just offbeat. And I was like, give me an AK, but there was nothing. No. Like nothing. And I, agree. I feel like she's known that, okay, if she read it in Anaconda, you know, she's done like super freak. And I think she's knowing she, she's in her language. She's like, I know this is going to do well. She's probably going to do one more of some sort of like, you know, throwback homage. But I think she had a moment where she could have really ran with this at the VMAs, but she put her color contacts on and she looked like a vampire. Not a good moment. Um, are you excited for Rihanna at the Super Bowl? Um, I saw so many people in their memes of like, if Rihanna plays this song, I will literally go to cardiac arrest. I'm like, hmm. and I'm like trying to think though, we were, we were literally betting the other day, like who we thought was going to be. We're like, Rihanna would be great, but she hasn't done anything. It's been five years Yeah, to be that relevant still and not put out music in five years. She's going to, she's going to drop a single before she has to. Um, yeah, so I would love, I know this won't happen, but I would love for her to do an onstage collab with Britney and sing SM. Like, you that would, would just be like everything, but Britney would never do it. Britney would never do it. She'd say, she's already said she's never going to perform again. Um, I don't know. Like, I feel like she'll bring out Jay Z. Yeah, but I mean, are we gonna like that's not gonna be a shock? Like, that's just, I just like, I don't want a Jay Z, I don't want DJ Khaled. Like, I want need, Timbaland. I could do a I little want, Timbaland. I can see Timbaland and Nelly Furtado coming out randomly. Yeah, you know, we need listen. All I want, I need a Pone Day replay. Okay, Pone Day replay. Yes, we need that. That's the OG, the, the song that made Rihanna. We need an Umbrella Ella Ella. Like we cannot. Calvin Harris is going to come in there somewhere. Yeah, Calvin Harris is going to have to come in there somewhere. And then, 
I'm trying to think of like, what are my top you know three what? Rihanna songs? You know what? Taylor Swift will come out. She'll do the. Oh, ooh, cool. ooh. I really hope not. I really hope not. I I'm bet you she will. So over Taylor Swift. I'm not a T Swifty. I like some of her music, but I'm so over just her. I thought she was really going to be doing the Super Bowl. A lot of, yeah. I think she even thought she was going to do it too. I mean, didn't work out. She didn't. She tried it. She and tried. June. She tried. And then Scooter Braun made a phone call and it was done. Scooter Braun said, I have box seats. She said, fine. I don't want, I don't want you staring <laughs> at me anyway. Oh, man. I love it. Andy, thank you for, yeah. for joining. Hashtag new filter no, with Zach Peter this week. Where can people go and keep up with you and get all the <laughs> scoop on what's trending? Not me, not sure what to say next. Oh, it's just my name. It's just Andy Luwani. You know, find me on everything. Obviously, thank you, baby boy, for having me. I mean, it's been fun. I feel like we just covered 15, 16 different topics in like a short amount of time. And we just bipped and bopped around. We get through the tea here, Andy. I feel like we just didn't even like brief each other. We're just like, let's just go into it. Cool. Great. Amazing. And listen, those are the best ones when you just dive in and you make it through and you're like, how am I going to do 20 more minutes? And it actually just flowed because this episode went by like that. I know. I know. Look at us. Now we need drinks. We need to go have drinks. We're going to do a little kiki sesh. We'll talk. Do the peep. We're going to do it. All right. So once you're at Andy Lawali, is there an, an underscore? No, it's just Andy Lawani. Andy Lawani, L-A-L-W-A-N-I. Yeah, it's kind of like LOL, but like L-A-L. L-A-L. There we go. Andy, yeah. go follow Andy. Keep up with Andy because he's always got, he's got like really great brand endorsements that he does on Instagram. I'm like, where does he always get these brand endorsements from? People are putting some respect on his check. He's always got the tea on what's trending. He's got like cute TikToks with his boyfriend. Boyfriend. I just, I just discovered your TikTok and it's actually thoroughly entertaining. Oh my God, thanks. I signed my boyfriend up for all these different things and I'm just like, baby, I want to make a TikTok. And he's like, sure. And I'm like, great. What does he do? He's 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 not an entertainment, is he? It's an advertising. He works for HBO Max. Oh, so that's how you get all of your deals. No, that's <laughs> actually not how I got it. Hard work. I believe hard work. <laughs> hashtag work, bitch. All right. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Fields with Zach Peter. You can give me a follow at Just Plain Zach all over the internet, or you can follow the podcast if you just want all of the latest scoop at No Filter with Zach. Stock up on some No Filter wine at nofilterwine.com. It's a Housewives-inspired wine. 13% alcohol by volume, but less than a gram of sugar. Head over to nofilterwine.com. Must be 21 or older to order. All right, guys. I got to go and dish with Andy a little bit more, but I'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.